Well, and when you get into working with Holder, hands up anybody who has worked with Holder already. Oh, wonderful. Well done. We might even have a few more. Who knows in a week or so's time. Um, when you're working with Holder, you find yourself suddenly plunged into an intensely magical world. Uh, a lot of interesting and exceedingly strange, but often delightful things happen to you. And it's an area where several other areas meet, or should I perhaps say collide. You've got folklore, psychogeography, earth mysteries, sex magic, they're all coming together in this whole area of Holder Studies. But Holder, of course, essentially is not about studying. Yes, there's the academic side to all this, and there needs to be, and I'll be dealing with that. But with Holder, it's essentially all about doing going out and doing, going out into the sacred landscape, linking with the sacred landscape, linking with her. She's a lady who's full of surprises. You, you know, you'll you, you hear about some of the surprises in this. One of the big things that comes out of this is the, recogni the recognition, if you like, there's something called magical reality. When you work with Holder, you get a lot of physical phenomena happening. You get very odd things happening on the physical plane, let alone anywhere else, like inside your head. And you have to come to realise that uh, this is magical reality. None of it can be explained in terms of mundane reality. And in a minute, we'll have a few examples, because this is essentially an experiential <coughs> talk. But we need some background, so who better to start with than the one and only Jakob Grimm? That wonderful man who wrote an incredible, chunky, two-volume work called Teutonic Mythology, published in the 1830s. If anyone knew his holder, or her holder, Jakob Grimm most certainly did. Let's just listen while I read some of the old sayings about Holder, which Jakob Grimm picked up during his travels in central Germany. There's fog on the mountain. Frau Holder has lit her fire inside it. It's snowing. Frau Holder is shaking her pillows. And a, a German pen friend of mine once wrote to me with a wonderful account of her grandma. Now, her grandma, an elderly lady at that time, in her 80s, and on Christmas Eve, as it got dark, she always went out into the back garden and took down the clothesline. And you might wonder why. So quite naturally, as a little girl, she said, Grandma, why are you taking the clothesline down? And why do you always do it on Christmas Eve? Well, my dear, she said, it's Christmas Eve. It's winter. Frau Holler will be riding through this garden with a wild hunt. This is the way she comes. And we don't want her getting tangled up in the clothesline, do we? <laughs> and isn't that thrilling when you think about it? I mean, it's yeah. somebody's grandmother. It's not that far back, is it? Now, the, the heartland of Holder worship, shall we say, in Germany is an area which is spelt Thuringia and pronounced Thuringen. Thuringen, central Germany, is the real heartland. Holder, the kind or gracious one. Grimm describes it as an old high German female name. And Grimm writes about uh, the various activities associated with Holder at Yuletide or Christmas time, whatever one wants to call it, 
and the 12 days of Christmas coinciding with much pagan law. Now in medieval Germany, Holder was quite cheerfully worshipped alongside Jesus Christ and Mary and all the rest of them, baby Jesus and so on at Christmas, by people who were officially Christians, people living out in the country in Thuringen, officially Christians because that was what the government dictated and if you wanted to keep in one piece it was a good idea to pretend that you were, but covertly uh, under a blanket worshipping Holder, still working with Holder, the Queen of Ice and Fire, the Queen of the German Witches.